You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. We're talking with Dr. Frank Milner about techniques for pink and white composite restorations. Dr. Milner maintains a full-time practice in St. Paul, Minnesota, emphasizing appearance-related dentistry. He is the co-founder of the Minnesota Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, a regular speaker on VivaLearning.com, and lectures extensively within the U.S. Armed Forces as well as internationally on the subject of direct composite restorations, shade selection, and porcelain materials. Dr. Milner, thanks for joining us on Dental Talk. My pleasure to be with you tonight, Phil, and all the attendees. Yeah, we, we have had uh, some real interesting podcasts that you've done with us, and we're excited about this one just by the name itself. So how do the mechanics of building teeth from the inside out work using a new generation of pink and white nano-hybrid composites? Here's the secret. Here's the backstory. Everybody knows about white composites, tooth color composites, whether they're Vita Classic shade, value-driven, etc. But how many people really understand the, the pink prosthetics or the mechanics of uh, mechanical engineering of, of pink aesthetic dentistry? Not many. Uh, one of my strengths is attacking my weaknesses. And when I feel vulnerable that I don't know anything about a subject matter or material, what I do is dive into the literature and then I learn as much as I can about it to become proficient. And in this case, not only proficient, but also a publisher of my works and also a leader in, uh, I would think, the only one in the country um, in using pink composites today. So again, what's the mechanics of this um, using this new generation of pink and white? nanohybrids. How does it actually work? Well, when you're using cosmetic periodontics, I'm going to throw words out you haven't heard before. Um, I, I didn't have mentors. I was the guy. I had to in, come up with my own um, techniques, my own videos, my own bird kits, my own polishers. Everything I did was based on mechanical engineering. And then what you're doing, Phil, is you're when you're doing artificial gingiva, or prosthetic uh, periodontics, whatever you want to call it, cosmetic periodontics, you're working on the root. I mean, this is where gingiva used to be, and now you're regenerating the periodontium, and you're creating the illusion of dentistry with pink prosthetics. And once you cut a class five, this is a uh, uh, GV back black preparation with, my, with some minor mechanical undercuts in it, because this is an area of high stress activity uh, that's coming down the route, like a piling on a building. The mechanical engineering that drives this fell is number one, after there's no beveling, there's no radius bevel, like white prosthetic, white composites that I talked about in um, uh, the bulk fill and adhesion. Um, these are GV black preps with butt joints on them because you can't bevel pink prosthetics. And when you start understanding the modulus of elasticity, once you scribe your lines and cut your preparations, after adhesion, seventh generation, there's no selective etch because there's no enamel, then you put pink flowable composite in on the, the, the gingival, I should say the, uh, the deep part of the preparation, a very thin layer of pink flowable and light cured because that's your shock absorber. Because once you wet that box, 
and you, all the forces are going to be pulling on that, you need something with the modulus of elasticity that's going to give and take a little bit. Now, when you we can't backfill this one like bulk fill fill, doesn't work that way. Now we're going to triangulate it and put two separate triangles uh, that oppose each other that will offset any polymerization stress and shrinkage. And then the last of the tri triangulation is a surface layer over the top. So it there's kind of reminiscence of older uh, layering techniques from class twos. And now we're in the pink zone. The mechanical engineering is totally unique on this. And again, I had no mentors. All I did was look in the literature, Christian Coachman, and a, um, a smattering of other clinicians and figured this out. Let's say you have a geriatric patient. There's there's gingival recession, an exposed root, I should say, and you, there's some decay, root carries, and you remove the decay and you go further down, and now you're in the area where there, you know, the gingiva should be, and you're trying to make it aesthetic, right? So you're putting a pink, a pink coloring into the into the picture. When the tooth is fully prepared, what's the process of combining the white nanohybrid composite with the pink material? Ah, that's a good question. Here, here's the creativity. I, 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 I figured this one out real quick because when some of your, your erosion, uh, on your class fives or you have root exposure there, but also you got some challenged enamel, you just can't put pink composite against kind of a rolled crown margin. What you have to do, Phil, is backfill first is that you backfill with white. What do I mean by that? That means you're going to rough up some enamel or get rid of some unwanted material, and you're actually going to create the with the backfill on the white material nano nanoparticle or nanotech is you're going to create the uh, the um, the root uh, formation there, uh, the crown, uh, the CEJ in white. Now you can backfill the pink into the white and it doesn't look weird because it's all kind of blurred and uh, splotchy and everything. So you, you have to know how to backfill with white first and then uh, jump it up with a pink composite. Is this material sold from a specific manufacturer? There's a few of them. Where they came from, Phil, is manufacturers like Horaeus and some others used to put one out there called gum. Mm -hmm. Okay, One size fits all. Well, it's not what it happens in nature. And then some other products were introduced, like uh, uh, Gradia Gum from GC America, uh, Boco uh, Ameris Gingiva. And then most recently, uh, Buddy Mopper in uh, Cosmodon has one, I believe. And, and then most recently, I worked with Shofu and their chemists, and I introduced the uh, gingival shades for Shofu, complete with training modules, bird kits, polishers, finishers. So it's it's all over the board, and nobody really tells you how to prep these, how to adhere them, how to um, fill them, how to polish them. You're in a unique little space surrounded by periodontium, and you can't be iatrogenic and um, uh, cause a lot of bleeding and damage to the tissue. If you don't adhesively cinch these in, you're going to get irritation. You're going to get uh, tissue loss. Um, it, you can get in trouble just like you can with backfill, just like you can with adhesive, universal adhesion. 
it's the same thing, Phil. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah. And do you have a video that our listeners could watch to show this technique? Is it on YouTube or do you have a training site where they can get some more information? Because I don't, how many dentists are actually using a pink composite for the cases where you have this kind of root exposure? Well, you're talking to one on the phone right now. Oh, I know that. <laughs> I know that. But I mean, I, generally, I, speaking, I, in your, in your opinion, how many dentists are actually using a pink restorative to uh, replicate the gingival look? I'd be generous to say 5%. Okay, so it's it's rarely used. That's right. Now, the the video on that, if you go to Shofu's website, uh, www.shofu.com, in the uh, uh, the video presentation, it should still be there and show me. I show them how to use that. Now, that's a snippet of information that doesn't give you license to do cos- complex cosmetic periodontics, and you can do these around uh, implants. Also, there's uh, pink porcelains uh, that uh, Shofu makes a ceramage. Mm-hmm. Uh, dent makes uh, some pink porcelains, so you can get to know your your ceramics that we talked about in shade selection, and get to sit down and talk about pink prosthetics with your ceramics as well. Right, very interesting. What what is the proper sequence for finishing and polishing these composites? First of all, don't do any damage to the tissue. You have to have a steady hand when you do this, because here's how you do it, Phil. After you light cure everything and everything has been adhesively verified, now you're going to take a very fine yellow flame diamond and actually use it as a scout. Mm-hmm. And what do I do? I tip it up about 30 to 45 degrees and I engage the tip and I just walk it around the margins, the adhesive margins, to verify they are cinched. Okay. Right. Once I can do that, now the next step would be is that I would take a um, a very fine red diamond that's been used up on other things, a, a tapered diamond, a flame tip, and actually walk it all over the surfaces and just to make sure everything is up to grade and everything um, it, it can be polished. Now that's that's pre-finishing, Phil. In other words, I'm I'm just verifying what I built. Okay. Right. Next step is you your finishers and polishers. You're in a delicate space down there. You can't be taking discs and hacking away at the tissue and everything. Now you have to have little little discs with no mandrels in them, such as Brasler makes them, uh, Shofu makes them. I do not use any small disc that has a mandrel hole in there because you can't get at your you can't get at your site where you're working. And then finally, you would use a silicone polisher. Um, certain manufacturers make, I'm, I mean, I hate to be a name dropper, but there, there's probably about three manufacturers that I would use for a uh, silicone tipped polisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, you can tell our listeners what, you know, the names of the companies that you recommend if there's three of them. Okay, first of all, Clinician's Choice Shape and Shine, uh, that's a good one. Uh, Vocal makes a good one. Um, Shofu makes a good one. Uh, One Gloss, 
but Voco makes a good universal polisher as well. Yeah, I think you mentioned Shofu, Voco, and Clinician's Choice, all good companies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's a, some really good clinical tips there, especially about the mandrel. What is the new generation of bioactive materials that will address pink and white components of the smile? Well, guess what? The only one right now is Shofu with Gymer t- technology because the Gymer technology is a pre-reacted glass surface that it won't imbibe water, and it does re- have ionic exchange with fluoride. So if you're looking at Biofilm Central down there where you're building, you'd want something that, this word bioactive, you got to be careful on that one, Phil. That can be used like universal bonding agent. There mm-hmm. should be a disclaimer on that. Uh, Gymer Chemistry is the one from Shofu that I think, I'm not going to take it away from Volco or uh, GC America, but there is ionic interaction with fluoride release uh, that can be recharged uh, with fluoride varnishes, etc. So the I would call it biotherapeutic. I would call it bioresponsible. And I would be a little less generous to call it bioactive uh, in the true sense of the word, because it doesn't cause appetite formation. So in this area of the tooth, especially the exposed root area where we're looking at down low on the tooth root surface, um, bioactive materials, the rechargeability of those materials is important. It, it's a, it's a, it's a, a match made in heaven because that's a place just like real sub, uh, deep subgenital margins, you need something there that can interact with the oral environment because mm-hmm. um, uh, you can have a lot of morbidity in the class five uh, pink <clears throat> process, periodontics, uh, cosmetic periodontics if if done improper, done improperly. Right, right, absolutely. Well, that was again excellent podcast, uh, Dr. Milner. We appreciate the time on this. Uh, techniques for pink and white composite restorations is what we just discussed. And uh, the other podcasts that we've had with Dr. Milner have been very, very informative. He talked about shade selection. You can tap into that one. Also, bulk fill composites. And then he also started the series with adhesive strategies, where he talked about immediate dent and sealing, um, how to deal with enamel and dentin as far as adhesion and the difference between the two. Um, Very interesting stuff. Thanks again, Dr. Milner, for your time on this one. And uh, we look forward to your next one of your series, which is uh, related to minimal invasive dentistry. So thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Phil, and thank you all to those who listened in tonight. It's been my pleasure.